Welcome to the Optimal You podcast. This is pharmacist Steve Ersfeld. Grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 29 of the Ersfeld Pharmacy Optimal You podcast. I'm your host, pharmacist Steve Ersfeld. The goal of the, the podcast is, is to discuss different health topics that might be helpful to you in your journey to becoming the optimal you. If you listen all the way to the end of the podcast, I have a special offer for you as a gift for taking the time to listen. Today's guest is Mick Peterson. He's a nurse practitioner and owner of Health Now uh, Clinic. Um, but before we start a visit with Mick, I need to let the listeners know that the podcast provides general information and a discussion about health and health-related subjects. The information provided in this podcast is not intended or should not be construed as medical advice, nor is the information a substitute for professional medical expertise or treatment. So a little background on our guest. Uh, Mick earned his uh, Bachelor of Science in Nursing from the University of North Dakota in Grand Forks. Um, upon graduation, he worked in an ICU. In that role, he provided top-notch bedside nursing services to hospital patients. And after four years, Mick decided to return to school to earn his Doctor of Nursing uh, practice degree. Uh, Mick graduated with his DMP degree in family nurse practitioner from the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota in 2017. He's a young guy. He opened his our health, he opened our health clinic to provide primary care services to a more individualized uh, way of doing it. So I'm just going to read you his mission statement. Um, and that mission statement is to promote health, wellness, and improve quality of life for all patients, young and old, through active engagement health promotion and cooperation between pa patient and provider in the setting that they choose. So that's that's pretty brief uh, bio on you, Mick. So if you wanna add anything maybe on how you um, entered into nursing and what was your what was your kind of call? Yeah, I appreciate that, Steve. Yeah, and thanks for having me again. I, I'm, I'm excited to do this. So um, yeah, it's <clears throat> sort of an interesting, um, interesting calling, if you will. I don't even know if I can call it a calling. I uh, got through high school or I was, you know, going, finishing up high school and uh, welcome weekend, welcome weekend, weekend came to UND and uh, go up there with my mom and were looking, apparently I had to choose a major that the week <laughs> of welcome weekend. And I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. She's like, well, I guess we got to look through the, you know, the UND book, the catalog that's, you know, two and a half inches thick. I'm like, well, <clears throat> here goes nothing. So um, I knew I liked people and I knew I liked math and I knew I liked science. And um, we started reading about various majors and whatever else. And somehow she landed on nursing. And I don't know if this was preconceived. It doesn't matter. Um, she read off the description and um, I was like, well, Sure. Why not? Lots of job, lots of job opportunities, you know, never have to worry about, you know, being employed. So um, went through nursing school. Um, yeah, spent uh, four full years in the ICU um, at CHI or St. Alexis at the time in Bismarck, um, spent a year on a med surge floor and then actually worked a, a year as management rep, sort of helping to place patients and whatnot um, be, to help basically bolster the the resume getting into NP school and uh, lots of great experiences, but got into NP school, um, 
finished that up, uh, yeah, graduated in 2017, went to work for um, Sanford, actually, in the pulmonology department for just under three years. And, um, you know, after the first year of this, holy cow, I'm a provider and I can do all of these things and whatever else, um, I started realizing that I had a little extra time on my hands and um, thought, hey, why don't I do something on the side? And so I started looking. I never thought I'd be my own business owner. Uh, never thought I'd be working for myself. But uh, my dad was a small business owner, and I saw the freedoms to a certain extent that he had, and you know, being able to make his own rules and so on and so forth. And um, anyways, came down to it that um, in reality, COVID and the lockdown actually made my decision for me. Um, I was planning on providing telehealth services just in the evenings and on the weekends. <clears throat> and then uh, everything went into lockdown and I'm like, Hey, well, I'm going to start this and do this full time. So May 6th, 2020, I, or May 5th, 2020, I left my job. May 6th, I opened up and I've had to pivot since then. I was purely telehealth about a year later. I opened up a in-person clinic, but I still do a lot of telehealth. So, um, yeah, it's been just over three years of providing care and um, growing a business, which is a lot harder than, than you'll ever know, regardless of who you listen to or talk to, which I, I know you know. So, um, but yeah, that's that's sort of my journey from nurse to nursing experience to nurse practitioner and where I'm at today, I guess. I really like the entrepreneurial spirit. I, I, um, you know, the you have four kids, and then you're oh like, yeah, that's true. I do more. You're working for more work on the side to like. I'm like, holy cow, this guy's like driven for sure. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's kind of crazy. I'm not sure how how we got connected. I was trying to look back through my texts, and I'm not sure mm -hmm. if if it was through one of my employees, Jody. Um, Could be. I think that's what, I think that's how we got connected. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think we just started a conversation during COVID mm -hmm. and um, we had, we were getting uh, really kind of inundated with um, people looking for alternative ways to treat and mm -hmm. prevent COVID. And that's, I think, one of the things that um, was like amazing to be able to refer patients to you and mm -hmm. they would, um, you were willing to prescribe ivermectin mm -hmm. and and I was just amazed because like, you know, we'd have somebody like at four o'clock, they'd mm -hmm. say, I need, I need to see somebody. And we'd like, well, here's an app. You can go to the health now app, get signed up. And, you know, you'd see them like at nine o'clock that night. Mm -hmm. And it was like, that was amazing. And people were yeah. so appreciative. Next day we'd have a prescription uh, in the fax or on our e-scribe, but yeah, so that that kind of uh, was was an interesting uh, way to get get our relationship going, but it, it was, and that relationship really, I, I will say, I think that was probably one of the biggest springboards for word of mouth, honestly, through through you guys and through that process and being able to tap into that the that group of people that are willing to advocate for themselves and to take care of themselves and to look for that. We don't just have to listen to what's being pushed shoved down our throats. And I, I that's obviously a bit derogatory, but you yeah. know, it's, I, I appreciate 
having the ability to lean on you guys uh, in Dickinson and um, being able to take care of people throughout the state. It, yeah, it's been it's been an incredible journey. So yeah, and not only in the state, but you're also in South Dakota and I am as well. So yep. that that, yep. that was a huge factor because at the time we were getting getting calls from all those areas and we kind of developed a little bit of a network of providers that we could mm-hmm. could send um, to somewhere just uh, licensed in North Dakota. So it had mm-hmm. limitations there, but to have the Minnesota and the South Dakota connection, because it was crazy. People were calling us from Minneapolis area. Like I, yeah, I heard, I heard. I know I, I, that was what I probably, I think that was one of the most incredible uh, phenomenons getting a getting a either a text or a call from one of you you either one of you or your staff members saying hey I've got a patient in so and so Minnesota that I've got and just that roundabout ability to to connect with somebody 500 miles away from where I'm at I, it's just yeah it's that's it's awesome yeah we had uh, during during the uh, we we still are helping patients uh, utilize that medication mm-hmm. as well. But we during the, you know, we we treated over two thousand patients um, with ivermectin, and it's been uh, widely well received. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think in that I recall from from reports back from patients, we had two that ended up in the hospital, but they were um, kind of late um, mm-hmm. starters on on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we know is not a great treatment option at the very, you know, as people are getting really sick. Right. Yeah. Early on in prevention. Great. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Early on in prevention is right. And I, I think thinking back to my time, it was sort of a blur because that December, January, February, March was just like sun up to sundown seeing patients for ivermectin, which I, I, I think I was able to count on one hand that it wasn't effective for two, maybe three people total. And like you said, I think there was maybe two or three patients that I knew from my caring for them that did end up in the hospital, but it was because they were at day between day seven and 10 of Mm -hmm. symptom onset. And yeah, it was, they were, they had a lot of other comorbidities and it was sort of like, well, safe enough for you to try. So let's, let's give it a shot. But yeah. So uh, what, what, Big takeaway, and this is this. I'm I'm gonna. I have my own answer to this question. What big <laughs> takeaways from from COVID uh, advice would you give patients? You know, now that we've been through that. Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, I have been. I, I guess I didn't. I don't have a locked and loaded answer for that, but it's more of a um, always advocate for yourself and always ask more questions because mm-hmm. if you can't get an answer you need to ask somebody else. And that's some that's what I have learned in my short tenure as a business owner, but as a healthcare provider for over five years now, um, if somebody's not willing to ask more questions and advocate for themselves, we're going to kind of be caught in a rut. So yeah, that's, that's really, um, uh, I think a real concern in healthcare right now, because mm-hmm. you have, um, people that that maybe don't have a medical background right that really don't know the questions to ask true what to really look for i mean for you know my my wife's been through um cancer treatments twice so mm. i've uh i've 
been fortunate enough to be there by her side and to ask mm -hmm. questions and help her, you know, through that process. But a lot of people sure. um, don't have that that capability or, or family member that's going to be around to help them, which is right. it's terrible. You know, you wonder if at some point there's that, you know, that could be another side hustle. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you know, how to be an advocate for health for, for patients. I like that. You know, we should team up and do another podcast there, Steve. I, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of, kind of funny when you have that, that mindset, it's tough to not even go on vacation and like be at a restaurant and say, I think they could do that better. Or I think, yep. Yep. <laughs> anyway, a little digression. From the, the tangential. Yeah. <laughs> but I, the thing that I, the thing that I, I learned, I like that answer about, um, advocating for yourself, asking the questions, the tough questions, but I think. I think if it was not the hugest wake up call for people in general to say, you know what, I gotta, I gotta start taking care of stuff. I gotta, I gotta make sure my house is clean and I gotta make mm -hmm. sure that I'm doing the right things for my body. Mm -hmm. You know, if they have the capability to do that, um, because, you know, we know that, you know, age, we couldn't affect, you know, the old people were the ones that were getting hit worse. So age is not something we can affect. Right. Um, you know, uh, weight, you know, we got to try and keep, keep weight, keep our frames, you know, clean and then mm -hmm. uh, comorbidities or, or disease states. So trying right. to prevent that from occurring. And that's, that's one of my battle cries is inflammation. I mean, like yes. we just got to knock, how do we keep inflammation at bay? Because it's just rampant in right. lifestyles and our, the stress and our diets and things mm -hmm. that are wrong in our system. So, so that was more. That was a big takeaway for me from from COVID. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I fully support that answer as well. Yeah, I mean, there's no wrong answer, I don't think, but that's it was, it was a huge wake up call. I agree. So, 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 tell me a little bit about. Um, uh, so we've we've gone through COVID now. Now, um, you know, occasionally we're going to refer patients to you for long COVID or patients oh, sure. that uh, don't have maybe haven't cleared the virus or, or whatnot, but how, what has been your experience with that? And, and how are you able to help patients differently that way? The, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, the, it's, it's been an interesting um, taking, helping to take care of patients with, uh, with long COVID because many times they've been through the ringer already with let's do all this lab work, let's check all of these other things. And um, they end up with, we don't know. Maybe it is long COVID, right? That's the answer they get from some of their health, many of their healthcare providers. And that's no fault against those healthcare providers. They're, they're doing what they think is necessary. And I ask those questions as well. I make sure that we're, if we haven't done that workup, let's do it. Um, but so from my experience, I've utilized the FLCCC. And I think that that's a group of people um, that you you and your staff have used quite a bit and referenced and whatnot else. Um, I've found, I, I, I did like the protocol of use of the prednisone, the ivermectin and LDN. Um, I was skeptical about LDN when it first got brought up. Um, my, my mind has switched wholeheartedly on that, but um, you know, that, that, that the initial triple use of, layering those anti-inflammatories on one another people felt better quickly and it was pretty incredible to see the turnaround 
Um, but what I will say is, and, and that's a prescription standpoint, right? And then I would, I would ask them, okay, I know that Steve and his team and all of your, you know, all of your staff members have been just so phenomenal with additional supplements, what they're putting into their body, what other types of whole foods can they be taking to help support them through this time? You know, it's not, it's not just prescriptions, it's supplements, it's sleep, it's rat. I mean, it's all of these exercise if they can. Um, so I've, I've staved, or I guess I've sort of stayed away from the prednisone more recently, um, but I have found some really, there's no one size fits all, which you know, with, with regards to medication. So, but I have sort of seen um, a really nice improvement of symptoms, maybe not no, not resolution, but improvement nearly to baseline uh, with an ivermectin treatment of some sort. Right. Whether it's a week, whether it's three weeks, whether it's twice a week for two months, something like that. But the biggest kicker has been low dose naltrexone has been that naltrexone prescription. And in that titrating up fashion or finding that right dosing, mm -hmm. that's been extremely beneficial for many, many patients. Not just with long COVID either, though, but, you know, right. since the question based around long COVID, that's been I would say probably the pinnacle of treatment, um, at least from a long-term standpoint, in addition to the supplements, in addition to um, consuming healthier, less inflammatory foods. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah, we've, we've had, uh, you know, our naltrexone business has just blossomed. I mean, yeah. just, I think as, I think the the thing that I'm finding is providers like you you mentioned at the beginning it's like naltrexone. Mm -hmm. You know what what the heck? I you know I don't why am I going to use that? And then once you get a couple patients on it and you're like wow, they're like like uh -huh. like, like amazing results. And yeah. then it just becomes more of a comfort level where you I don't know, you talk to some providers and you're like I'm finding that I'm seeing patients of, like almost every other patient needs to try this. See if it's effective. You know I mean? Right. You know, it's safe. It, it's got side effects, but they're usually easy to work around. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so, so um, I'd love to hear that the patients are, are getting, getting well and, and getting better and, and mm -hmm. having improvements. So, so what would you tell somebody that, that, um, you know, maybe struggling with something like that. What, 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 what questions would you have them ask their provider or, or what would you tell them as far as advice? And it kind of is go, going back to that previous answer that you answered before, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. If there, are, I, I guess, just straight up ask, the, I guess it goes back to ask, just straight up asking the question of, I'm not getting any better with what's been recommended with, you know, I've done some research and, or what else, what other type of advice? I, I guess it's going back to, yeah, going back to advocating for yourself, going back to, okay, I've been told about this. What are your thoughts? Um, you know, you want, you want more than one opinion because not one provider knows it all. I, I certainly don't. That's for darn sure. Right. right? Um, but, and then having, having those resources, to lean on, like 
you and your staff and the other, you know, there's a number of other pharmacies throughout the state that I, I will call upon and say, Hey, what, what other, what other options are there? You know, but being able to find a, being able to find a friend or another provider that's willing to have that conversation and educate, or at least direct you in to a source that's reputable at least. Yeah, I think the 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 whole networking within uh, mm-hmm. healthcare is huge because you know what, I I'm not too proud to say I don't know, and I know, I'm with you. I what, yeah. can't help you out, but I but you know what, I know a I know a provider that's going to be able to help you, so I'm going to get you in contact with that person, and, right. and uh, it just becomes a good working relationship because mm-hmm. you know going going back and forth and i think we've established some of that with uh, you and some of your patients as well so that's been kind oh, yeah. of a fun thing to do yeah so um one thing that you um have in your clinic that's a little bit different that um i'm going to assume you probably are utilizing maybe for some of these treatment options is uh iv nutrition mm-hmm. want to share a little bit about what yeah you there and how you're helping patients with that yeah that's been a pretty exciting um development over the past year we uh um i've been able to uh utilize the compounding pharmacy that's within my curve that i where i rent space from and we've been able to provide some iv hydration um just with normal saline or lactated ringers depending on the situation but um, myers cocktails have been the mainstay of of um some of these treatments. Um, and I, you know, I have had a couple of patients that have reached out specifically for long COVID. Um, and it's, this is one of those, uh, this is one of those treatments that it doesn't, I'm not going to say that it's a, it's a long-term fix by any means. We all, we, I consider it an adjunctive therapy. It is never a primary treatment therapy. I will never advertise that. Mm-hmm. you know, yep. as you know, um, but the, these Myers cocktails have a lot of data to support improving the immune system, encouraging, uh, appropriate, uh, metabolism, glucose, uh, helping to, with energy, because it's got a vitamin B complex. It's got vitamin B12 in it. We've got vitamin C, which is a great immune system booster, got magnesium, calcium. I think those are the primary pieces that we have in there. Um, and if people don't necessarily, they don't necessarily walk out feeling better. I have a, I've had a number of patients say, oh, feel, feel I can go run a marathon. I've also had patients walk out of there saying, I am really nice and relaxed. And that's usually the magnesium that Mm -hmm. that's been helpful there. Um, other patients have called me back the next day and said, I slept so hard last night and I feel phenomenal this morning. And it lasts for two, three weeks. The, you know, and what's great about these um, vitamins and minerals that are there, they're all water soluble. You're going to pee them out within, you know, the next two weeks. So as the body utilizes it. So, yeah, yeah, between long COVID or some insulin resistance or just hydration or just want to feel better or even optimization or, you know, maintenance therapy. It's been it's been an interesting uh, growing that side of my business as well. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so back to your business a little bit. Tell us. Um, so I'm not sure. Like you have you have different programs within like health now. Your your um, your online uh, virtual visits. Can yep. you, can you elaborate a little bit on that? 
Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. Um, we, I, I, as I said, I started out as a completely telehealth model, um, but with the intent of going to businesses and um, offering subscription models or subscription membership services, basically, where businesses that aren't able to provide health insurance or offer health insurance to their employees, they would ha be able to see me, they pay me a monthly stipend, you know, monthly, monthly fee, whatnot. And they have unlimited visits via telehealth, like it's, it's basically a Zoom video visit, you know, hip encrypted, so on and so forth. But um, I am available sun Monday through Sunday, 7am to 10pm, they can get on schedule a visit, I, it basically opens up the ability for you to have a nurse practitioner at your fingertips mm -hmm. is what it comes down to. Um, so that was the intent. I've expanded that to families and individuals as well. Um, so that if their employer happens to offer health insurance, but they don't like to pay the over, you know, the, mm -hmm. as soon as they walk through the door, they're gonna walk out with $400 bill. Right. My memberships are relatively affordable and again i'm a message away for the most part and uh yeah a lot of times it's it's the the thought process was it goes back to your statement of um this wake-up call of prevention i want to get in with families i want to get in with younger people to talk about risk long term how can we keep you as healthy as possible so that come 30, 40, 50 years later, because we're, we're going to, we're all going to get there at some point in time. Right. Mm -hmm. And the choices that we make today are going to affect us tomorrow and that long later. Why not have that ability to talk to someone and Hey, if you need a blood draw, let's go do it really quick. That type of thing. So it's, it's opening up, opening up care, offering care, providing more on demand services at your fingertips in reality yeah that's incredible that's a, that's yeah. a good service to offer so i have a couple of questions on on that respect first of all um so let's say uh my wife and i want to sign up with you what mm -hmm. would a membership cost me so for a family membership um so i have two options a six month and a 12 month uh membership uh six months is 50 dollars a month and then 12 months is 45 dollars a month so that's for a family I know, I know. Insane, but from a, I want people to use it. That's right. the thing. Like I want to, you know, people think about think about this. Your your Netflix subscription or my Netflix subscription. They yeah. they send you an email and they they up the charge one or two dollars every single month. You don't even think twice about it, right? right. And, and you're and most a lot of people just forget about these subscriptions. Like mm -hmm. I try to I try to get in front of people as much as possible. And sure. I, I want them to get in front of me as much as possible or be in contact, have that conversation. So for a family, $50 a month for six months, $45 a month for 12 months. Um, and then we can talk about auto renewing, whatever else, right? There's other stipulations for a individual subscription or individual membership, um, $35 a month for six months. And then it's basically 10% off for 12 months. So $32.50. I think it's my math. If my math, thirty-one fifty, whatever. There's there's some serious value going on there. Yeah. Wow. Right. Well, you know that I I mentioned at the beginning that I'm going to give a special special gift to you <laughs> at the end of this podcast. Well, <laughs> listeners, 
this is a special gift that, that, that you may want to consider. I mean, heck, if you used it once every three months, you would be paying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would be, it would pay it would pay for itself. Yeah. Wow. So and, um I so then begs the question, so are you like you know, I always have go back to Lucille Ball working the 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 uh the what's it called? The the belt, the Oh yeah, the uh line, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where she's got the cherries and she's running behind and she's stuffing them in her shirt and because she can't keep up. Are you is that you or are you are you not being inundated by calls? I'm not being inundated by calls right now. The but then again, the summer tends to be a little bit, you know, less. But um mm -hmm. winter I would say it's a bit more consistent. Mm -hmm. And the other the other upside of my services is that you can get on and schedule a telehealth appointment at your at your convenience. Like you can usually be seen within a half hour to forty five minutes of of when you're wanting to be seen. Like I have blocks, you know sectioned off for myself because pick up kids and dinner time and everything else. But um, people can get on my website, they can click on the little orange bar, and it'll take them right to where they can sign up for a visit within five, 10 minutes. I mean, I think you went through that process at least once. Um, just to not not to be just to see how you could talk through so you could help talk through patients. Yeah, with yeah. It. Yeah. I think that you I think the text message you got was wow, that was easy. <laughs> that was the <laughs> text message I got back from you. So um during during the height of the pandemic yeah it was it was it was like that it was lucille ball just sort of well i don't know when it's going to stop but 10 o'clock is my last appointment so i'm going to keep running until then but um, oh, you know as you're uh starting into business it's uh it was probably a good thing to to build up uh build up your practice and right you know, yeah. grind a little bit and yeah right. yeah. yeah that's exactly right so that's and you know, to to your point of, am I inundated? We're st we still live in North Dakota, so there's still a fair number of patients that are like they're still very timid about a telehealth visit and like what can what can you actually do? And I tell business owners and I tell patients, eighty five to ninety percent of what I do is listening and talking. Five, ten, maybe fifteen percent is hands on stuff. Don't you know? There's obviously a time and a place for hands on. But if that's the case, I'm going to direct somebody there. Yeah. Well, I know I've uh, sent several of my family members your way. So hopefully, I surely do appreciate. Uh, oh yeah. So, um, so we're kind of uh, getting towards the end of our our uh, our time here. Um, so I I like to ask uh, kind of a final question before we get ready to wrap it up, and that is. Um, what one piece of advice, um, and you've given a lot of advice today, so what one piece of advice would you give individuals to improve their overall health today? What, what can today. they Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to advocating for yourself, okay. asking the question, be straight up, and you got to take care of you because no one else is going to do it. Someone else, someone else might want to, but <laughs> unless you make that decision, to take care of you, I can only help somebody who wants to help themselves. That's right. So That's advocate for yourself. That's great advice. So, yeah. Yeah. So so we've we've kind of talked about your clinic. We talked about COVID. We talked about uh, uh, really a bunch of different topics. So mm -hmm. um, how do how do people find you? Where where if they're like, man, I kind of like this guy. I want to hook up with. <laughs> 
How do they, how do they uh, find you? Well, I'm pretty easily accessible. Uh, my direct, well, not my cell phone, but my business phone is 701-502-4669. Um, and that will go directly to me. Um, I can also receive text messages on there. If it's health related, I prefer we talk on talk on the phone. Um, sure. But I can get text messages. Um, my website is uh, healthnowapp, H-E-A-L-T-H-N-O-W-A-P-P.com. Um, some good information on there. Like I said, the orange, there's a little orange link or there's a little orange button down in the bottom right that sort of follows you and it's on each page. And I think it says click here to schedule an appointment or something along those lines. That will take you right to my online portal to set up an account and to set up an appointment. And like I said, I have times that are blocked off for myself to make sure that I can still spend with my family and to eat and whatnot. Um, but if they're, but otherwise you can basically schedule any time that you need. Um, and I, I won't necessarily get a, give out my email, but Google as well. I've, I've received messages through Google. Um, so yeah, lot, lots of different ways or, or you can call Steve, call, call Steve and his team. They'll, they'll, they'll get you in contact with me as well. We'll, we'll find him for you. Exactly. Someone will track me down. You made that comment um, uh, about they find you on Google. And I, I was like counting up the different ways that people can get a hold of me. And mm -hmm. I think I had like seven different ways. <laughs> That's exactly right. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to monitor seven <laughs> different things. That's insane. <laughs> it is. Obviously, there's got to be an app or something that, that does that for me. But I'll, I'm, I'm getting getting to the point where somebody's got to tell me what to do. So Right. <laughs> so, so that healthnowapp.com. So do you have a, is there a phone app too or not? Do you have a phone There app? isn't. Nope. Uh, I did when... Um, but now that I'm able to process insurance, um, it, now, I used to have everything just be cash pay and I had an app that was pretty straightforward and easy to use. Now it's an online portal. Uh, it's still cloud-based, um, so you can still access it via the internet and whatever else. But um, unfortunately, no, it hasn't become an app yet. Okay. All right. Well, Mick, this this has been a lot of fun. A, a great pleasure okay. to have you as a guest on on the podcast. And uh, Absolutely. Great, great dialogue and great information. So thank you um, for uh, joining the podcast. I appreciate you, Steve. Thanks very much for the time. So if you made it this far into the podcast, I told you I'd give you a reward. Not nearly as great as Mix, but it's 25% off a supplement of your choice using the code Mick Peterson Podcast. And that's for telephone and in-person orders at the pharmacy. So uh, thanks again, Mick. And uh, as we always wrap up our, our our talks and anything we write about it is, as always, be vigilant about your health. As always, be vigilant about your health.